We're back with more Reddit stories, and today I am joined by my friends Damien and Ian. What's up, gamers? Okay. Great to be back, Shane. Uh, Ian, we've actually been waiting for you to come back on the show uh, because our first story here is an update that people have been wanting us to read for a while now, mm. but we've been waiting for you. Um, do you remember the story? There was a, a woman, a young woman who joined, uh, she started a new job, and there was a camera in her Oh office. my God, oh I my God. I watched this episode, I don't remember this. Uh, Not she, the camera. She, she had a camera in her office oh. and she kind of questioned it, but she's like, maybe they're inactive. But anytime she would like be done with her work and had nothing to do, she would suddenly, her boss would be like, oh, here's some work for you to do. And she'd be like, I think they're actively watching me in my office. And she was like, and she was like, I, I it's not like a big deal. Like, I don't really want to like, raise a concern like and all the comments like, out are of fear of losing her what job. have they done to us as a society yeah. that we're just like it's okay yeah i think i think when you're in your early 20s and you finally get land your first corporate gig you know you don't want to you don't want to bungle it by upsetting and the all the all the comments all the comments were like dude yeah. this is crazy you can't stand for this like talk to them about this scary. get this figure this out so, scary. so we talked about it here on the show and now there is an update yes uh so yes. here we go yes uh update I don't think my boss knows that I know there's a camera in my office. Um, okay, uh, there's no HR, but the camera was removed thanks to IT. So as previously stated, I still never said anything about the camera. I wasn't really comfortable with it, but I got used to being conscious of my actions so they weren't seeing anything I didn't want them to. There also isn't some sort of HR to talk to about this or anything like that. But our IT guy came in and he asked my boss about it. I wasn't in the room, so I didn't hear the entire conversation, but the first thing I heard was my boss saying that the camera was there before my office ever was. Something about using it to see the front door originally, I guess. That was a weird excuse to me though, because I've been there for at least two months at this point, and there's no way they could have accidentally watched me as much as it felt like they had been. Hearing the conversation out loud also confirmed beyond a shadow of a doubt that it was a camera and that I wasn't paranoid. The IT guy must have felt some type of way about it because I didn't hear what he said, but I heard my boss say something about, well, it's not like I was just watching her in her office in a sort of quieter, sheepishly defensive way. Nobody said anything to me while they were removing it. They took it from his side, not mine, but they instead put it where, uh, where it would be facing the front door. This happened just over a week ago. I haven't posted an update until now because I was waiting to see if the camera would be put back. I really wanted to see if they were gonna put it back a few days after IT left because that would have been wild. But it's been over a week now, the camera is still away from me. It'll take some time before I stop feeling like I'm being watched all the time though. I'm really curious what, uh, what the guy said to my boss, whether he said something about it not being allowed or if he called it flat out creepy, haha. But I'm glad he, he did say something as it got resolved without me ever having to say anything. I'd like to think the, the, the he low-key had my back. I've still just been acting as if I've never known and haven't said anything about it. And work carries on. Also, it's so wild that this story got put in a Smosh video. Holy shit. <laughs> I heard the news back to back. First, the, hey, Smosh just bought their channel back at the same time as, hey, your post is in a new Smosh video. <laughs> I made this post mostly to vent because I couldn't tell if I had the right, uh, the right to feel so weird about this situation because everyone in my personal circle says it isn't that weird. So it's so nice that so many strangers are validating how I feel. To hear people talk about my experience on a public platform was a little surreal, I won't lie. <laughs> this got so much more traction than I was ever expecting, but it makes me feel better. So thank you genuinely. My experience 
experience feels validated and it feels heard and I feel better because of it. I'm still going to stay at this job because I still like everyone here and I enjoy my field, but now I'll be do, uh, doing it under a little less surveillance, LOL. If the camera comes back, I'll let you know. Uh, wow. Yeah, so. Uh, my boss apologized by putting a teddy bear in its place. Thankfully, it's always <laughs> there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that old camera thing, uh, but I hear you're a big fan of cameras, so we got you one <laughs> right here. Uh, what was that? It said, I love you. <laughs> There's one comment uh, here. Uh, I saw this post from the Smosh Pit channel. I did like the many comments on the last post, include, uh, including staring into the camera. I hope they'll do an update video and we'll all be famous here. Been watching them since 6-6-2013 uh, and still watching them today. As for the OP, I'm glad the camera's gone for now. You'll let us know if it returns. Your boss saying, well, it's not like I was just watching her in her office. Kind of sounds like they're lying and could have been watching you the whole time. Yeah. Try bringing it up next time you're called into their office. I want to hear the deets now. Uh, OP responded, I was absolutely flabbergasted seeing it on the Smosh channel. They were the OG famous YouTubers. It was cool to see them responding to my story and talking about me. I do still check the office for cameras because I still get paranoid, but so far so good. If I ever bring it up to them, I'm definitely making an update. Uh, yeah, if there's ever a camera, if you suspect, suspect there's a camera, watch some Smosh videos in your office <laughs> yeah. and see, see if your boss brings it up. Uh, yeah, can you, can you put your boss on the camera real quick? Uh, we just want to talk to him. Uh, you know what's funny is they're, they're like stoked that we read this, this post on, on, uh, on this video. I'm also a little starstruck that we got mentioned yeah. In, a, yeah. in, a, in a Reddit. Yeah. I don't feels, know. It, I feel so special. I feel seen. Yeah, it's, I, it's it actually weird... feels trippy because I've been a lurker on Reddit for like years and years. Right. So to see like just to be mentioned on like a random sure. subreddit, not the Smosh subreddit, like that's you right. know, that's that's makes sense. But it's weird. That's it's funny. it's absolutely wild. It's sort of like we've we've reached documentary territory where like the aspect of by observing something, you are now changing it. Mm -hmm. There's no such thing as like pure observation. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like being in, observed in your office via a camera and how you can't work <laughs> normal anymore. Um, I don't know what y'all said on the first episode, but I do just want to say to anybody out there who feels like something's a little bit off with your work situation, even if it's your first job, you're just like, I don't know if this is how it's supposed to be. You got to trust your gut and stick up for yourself. And I know it's hard. I know it's hard, but we are controlled through the fear of like, well, I guess we'll take your employment away. Like, you are in the right and there's no other way that that would be excusable. Even if it was just like left over from another office. Can you imagine like, oh my God, why is there this like pit of like meat slurry? It's like, oh, sorry, this used to be a butcher's shop and we changed it. We forgot to remove that pit of meat in the corner. Like, right. it doesn't, it doesn't apply. Yeah, because at the very least, she, she didn't even feel like she could ask the question. That sucks like, too. You should be able to go yeah. and be like, hey, is that a camera in my office? Am I being watched? And I'm sorry you yeah. felt that way. Like, it's not your fault. You didn't do anything wrong. This yeah. is all. But we got to say, good guy IT. Yeah. Hey. Good guy IT. All right. It, I'm glad I, she has a Tim. I'll say yeah. this, neutral guy IT. Because unless you're actively working to fix the problem, like reporting the dude, you're just sort of letting things carry on as well. I guess we don't know. I, mean, I guess it's, not. It's still been a couple days, but. It's just like, yeah. what a weird thing for the boss to be like, it's not like I was watching her or anything. Like, yeah, that's why yeah, right. have suspicious to, like, defend, like, why the camera... I don't know. It's, it's just so weird. There's, like, weird. eight CRTVs on the walls. He's just like, yes, yeah, good. Nothing, nothing, nothing. It's, yeah. It's odd. Yeah. It's, it's weird. It sounds... The camera was there before. 
before it was an office? Because they moved the front door on account of it wasn't an office before because they moved the front door and that's why it was there. I wasn't watching her. To this whole, all this point, she said, I couldn't tell if I had the right to feel so weird about this situation because everyone in my personal circle says it isn't that weird. That's insane. Uh, guys, this is, that's weird. That's insane. There, there's no, if you have your own personal office somewhere, they're not allowed to record you in it. Uh, or at the very least, without, uh, look, at least without them telling you. Like, yeah. the, them to try to keep it a secret is makes it all super weird. No, and it's very clear from, uh, from the get-go of this one and what the boss is saying that it was weird, it was not professional in any sort of means. I can't believe, yeah, that is, that is sad that her personal circle's like, yeah, it's not weird. Yeah, on that, on to that end, uh, original poster, um, I'm so glad that you're enjoying Smosh videos. Thank you so much. You get a snack. We wanna talk to your friends real quick. <laughs> Good? <laughs> if anything happens to her, it's on you. <laughs> I, yeah, I, look, I mean, I, I do know a lot of people and I, I can tend to be the type of person that like lets things slide. That I'm just mm -hmm. like, if it's happening to me, I'll be like, oh yeah, whatever. But, yeah. but no, it's weird. That's mm -hmm. a weird thing and you have to stand up for it because, um, and I know it's scary, but like if you, even if it's okay for you, then it might happen for someone else mm -hmm. and it's just, you normalize that behavior and you need to call yeah. it out. Um, it is scary I, though. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like a situation where like, employees would think it's okay and like normal to be filmed and i guess it's like i'm guessing like because this person's young their friends are young they probably they might work mm. in service industries where there's yeah. security cameras right like and like yeah. yeah if you're working as like a cashier or whatever like there's oftentimes security cameras so that's probably the context in which they're thinking but in an office environment there's no reason to be filming a person yeah in their, yeah. In their cubicle that's, I, that's I do think it's freaky i could see if i was or in my early 20s, new to the workforce, like in a new job, I wouldn't question things. Like you wouldn't, you, I, yeah. I could see myself being that way, but if something makes you uncomfortable, you need to feel you have the right to at least ask about it. I yeah, do, I do think sure. we'd be remiss though if we didn't bring this up. Like we are three cis men. Um, the, the original poster is a woman, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. There is an aspect there of like power dynamic difference totally. and like, you know, we might not think like, oh, we're being watched, it's creepy. But like, if you're a young woman in the workplace, absolutely, there is a real possibility that a boss could be creeping on you. Oh, like, not totally. that it doesn't happen to men, but like, it's just more of like a society no. has shown you this can already happen a bunch kind of thing. You know? Right. I, I, yeah. I was just saying for anyone who's oh, young sure. and in the, in the work, workspace, you just go, oh, this must be how sure. this workspace is. Yeah. And it's like, that no. was more of a general comment. Not of course. To like, Shane. Of course. Know? Of course. Yeah. All right. Nice. You did it. Next one. Did it. Am I the asshole for trying to help my girlfriend without hurting her feelings? Okay. Good start. Okay. <laughs> Nothing wrong here. I, a 32-year-old man, have been in a relationship with my girlfriend, 24-year-old woman, for almost three years now. When we first got together, she was pretty overweight and struggling with her self-esteem, depression, and anxiety. Over time, she started to work on herself, both physically and mentally. I've been incredibly proud of her progress and how far she's come. Lately, though, I noticed that she's been putting on some weight again, and it's been affecting her mental health. She's mentioned uh, feeling down about her body image, and her struggles with anxiety and depression have resurfaced. I genuinely care for her, and I don't want to see her suffer like this. I thought about talking it out but I knew it would just devolve into asking if I'm still attracted to her. And truthfully, I have lost some attraction over the last month or so, though she does still look amazing for the most part. I thought it would be, yeah, I know. Sorry, it's, 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 the, it's, it's the for the most part. It's yeah, it's. Okay. I thought it would be better to take a more subtle approach, 
So I've started adding small amounts of sawdust to no, her food. No, 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 no! That I've never been more caught off guard oh. by a sentence. I'm what? sorry, let me, let, oh, 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 oh. I, I thought I would take a more subtle approach, so I've started adding small amounts of sawdust to her food, the idea being it would help her feel fuller faster and encourage her to eat less without her knowing. I was trying to prevent her from falling back into her previous state of depression and anxiety. Unfortunately, my brother, a 30-year-old man, caught me in the act, and he was shocked slash angry. He told me, <laughs> he told me I was being manipulative and abusive, which, okay, a little shady maybe, but abusive is a serious stretch. Uh, now my brother is giving me an ultimatum. He wants me to tell my girlfriend what I've been doing by the end of the week, or he'll tell her himself. He believes she deserves to know the truth. I think what I've been doing is enough to help her without causing her unnecessary pain by revealing what I've done. She's already lost a few pounds. I told him I would stop, and I believe that should be sufficient. I don't see the point of telling her and potentially destroying the progress she's made. My brother thinks I'm completely in the wrong and that my girlfriend deserves the truth, but I genuinely believe I was doing what I thought would be best for her, and I don't see it as a malicious act. Am I really the jerk for trying to help my girlfriend in this way, or is my brother overreacting? Should I tell my girlfriend what I've been doing to, or, or keep it to myself to spare her feelings? I need honest opinions here. Please keep in mind that telling her upfront that she's put on weight could seriously set her back, uh, set back her mental health. Okay. Well, first off, first off, sometimes I'm you get a story that you're just like, I want to go to bed. Like <laughs> I, I don't know how to continue my day. I think I think we're we're missing some serious context here. I need to know: is this sawdust organic? That's a good point. Yeah. Is it keto? Yeah. Keto sawdust. Let me read this comment really quick. You're the asshole. You were poisoning her food. Uh, Op responded, "It wasn't poison." It was sawdust. I could see if I was adding laxatives or something, but plenty of processed foods use sawdust as a filler. I thought it was a safe way to reduce her caloric intake. So I think it's cellulose. I think because that was the whole that was the whole thing with um, uh, Subway bread. Like mm. people were like people were like Subway bread has sawdust because it's <sighs> cellulose. That I they got add. it. I, I think that's. What I will it is. say sawdust has a lot of fiber. Ha cha 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 cha. That's. Fucking bad. <laughs> like that's that's so insane. That's that's like also just like robbing robbing her of like the agency to yeah. like oh yeah like uh, it's yet another story here where we see like like a man looking at his partner and being like I love her so much she's so sweet I'm doing these crazy things to her because I love her so much like that's not love that's control and I also want to point out like. Look, sometimes age differences are fine. Sometimes it works out. But as the age difference gets bigger, there's more of a chance for it to be like, this is a little creepy and a little controlling. So when they got together, he was 29, she was 21. It's an eight year age gap. And he's also like, yeah, her self-esteem was terrible and there's an eight year age difference. I'm like, well, you have all the power and control you could ever want, good Lord. Yeah. And now he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm feeding her secretly. It's just, that's an, unhealthy situation. Super no, it's creepy. super it's insane. It's horrifying. It's insane. I Look, reading these red stories, I do notice a correlation of, of when dudes are dating a, a woman much younger than them, there's often controlling habits yeah. from these men. Like, I, I, know I do notice that. Can, uh, they're yeah. like, I can help her. I can fix this. I know, like, and it's like, then that's not a, a relationship to be in. 
Like if, if you are, yeah. if you believe you're superior to your partner, no, that's, that's not, that's not good. That's, that's not awful. healthy. It's a bad yeah. mindset. Mm-hmm. That's controlling. Also, I guess it should be noted. Uh, if you want to lose weight, don't do sawdust. Oh my God. Don't eat sawdust. Like, um, don't eat sawdust. Uh, <laughs> if, like, you, if you're feeling like shit, don't eat sawdust. That's yeah, going to make you feel worse. It's not going to make you feel better. Um, it's so sad because like so much is tied to, um, you know, people's weight and there, everybody has so much baggage tied to that in your own personal journey. And I, I don't, I don't know anybody who's ever like not questioned their own weight and certain people have like really troubled histories with that. So for him to basically be implementing what would be the result of like an eating disorder onto this person without their knowledge, it's truly horrific on mm-hmm. so many levels. Yeah, I don't and know what if, if I've ever heard of a secondary eating disorder like before. Munchausen's like, by proxy, but He like, literally is like Munchausen's by proxy yeah. her in a weird way. Uh, someone commented being like, uh, you are the asshole. Um, for starters, I understand that you're trying to help her in your own way, but please never add things to people's food without their consent. Yeah. She could have been allergic or, I mean, it's sawdust. Uh, I'm adding splinters to her oatmeal. I mean, um, actually. Uh, someone commented saying like, have you made similar comments to her that might be making her feel this way? And he said, no, uh, I would never say something like that to her. I know how damaging it could be. I was trying to take a two-pronged approach, if that makes sense. I thought if we had healthy habits and she saw immediate results, it would help her stay motivated. I Look, we but only have this story. and healthy. We only not. have this story to go off of, but he's talking a lot about like, oh, but it makes her, her mental health and all this stuff. And I'm just like, it sounds to me like you care more about this than her. And I think she's... I don't know. I, that's my assumption based on this story from his perspective that she can, and he even admitted like, yeah, and it's it's affected my attraction for her. I think he cares about her weight and he's trying to use a bunch of excuses. I think he cares about her weight a lot. And I also think not speaking to her is for him more than her. He's like, if I bring this up to her because he's afraid to admit to her that it matters to him, which yeah, that sucks. But like, he's afraid to bring it up then she's going to be mad at me or feel sad and then things are gonna get worse for me. Like, mm-hmm. none of this is from a place of love. It's from a place of, like, ownership. Yeah. And it's really gross. It's also a crime. It's a crime. <laughs> it is. A, I think this is a full-on crime. Putting sawdust uh, in, in food? Yeah. I would imagine this, uh, at the very least, she needs to get out of this. Yeah. I hope his brother tells her and I hope she runs for the hills. You're right about uh, the cellulose, um, but is OP using cellulose or literal sawdust? Um, We don't know. Um, What happens though, if you eat sawdust, sawdust is a human carcinogen. Eating sawdust can lead to intestinal blockages as well as other gastrointestinal issues. She has, he says she's been losing weight. I wonder if it's actually just causing- Yeah, she's all corked up. Serious issues. Yeah, because I think like, I think, with the whole thing of like cellulose and like the subway breads, people go like cellulose. Well, cellulose is found in sawdust. It's not like, I don't think subway is dumping actual sawdust in. It's just like, right. it's derived from that. Well, these, I guess. Are the, like, these are the dangers that people have when when everyone thinks they're a doctor, mm-hmm. right? It's like, I That's look, a good point. look, man, you don't understand this shit. You're not a nutri- He's clearly not a nutritionist. He's not a doctor. He's not a, a, even a, a, a fitness trainer or anything. And he's trying to make all these executive decisions over fitness her health. And his only food. his <laughs> only measurement <laughs> is weight, which is not an accurate measurement of health. That's like, a thing and too. so yeah. uh, he's very he's so clearly obviously focused on. Yeah, oh, just, I want my girlfriend to be hotter. 
He's just poisoning yeah. her. He, he's yeah. truly a monster. Um, well, beyond asshole, actual terrifying man. If if that woman watches these stories, run. I hope I hope I hope someone tells her. God damn. I'll do All it. Right. Next next story. Here we go. Am I the asshole for taking a THC gummy at a Christian wedding? Hell yeah, man. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Okay. Praise to the most high. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Jesus is just like. <laughs> it's the one time those wafers have tasted good. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, do you want the rest of these? Just like shoveling, <laughs> shoveling down Yo, the communion. These are good, Wait, man. Like hand over fist. Uh, all right, here we go. I, a 26-year-old man, was the plus one for a wedding that my roomie, a 27-year-old woman, was in as a bridesmaid. I had previously met the couple, uh, male and female, 28, a few times, and they seemed fine. I brought a pack of five milligram gummies that I would take during the reception, and my roomie knew I was bringing them. The wedding was small, about 60 people. I knew going in that not everyone was allowed plus ones, but my roomie was as she's in the bridal party. Uh, the ceremony was nice. When we moved to the reception, I was seated with three bridesmaids and two of the bride's college friends. 20s, uh, male-female couple. Uh, the wedding party left for pics and some food was brought out, so I took a gummy. I offered some to the couple I was left with and they politely declined, and I thought that was the end of that. Some time passed and the wedding party re returned. Right away, the couple engaged in a hushed conversation with the bridesmaid sitting oh, opposite me. I couldn't go. hear over the music. The couple's vibe changed, and while we were talking uh, as a table, they would start responding to things I was saying with, oh, I wonder what other fun things you're taking, and uh, don't let the kids hear you're doing that in snarky-ish tones. I became uncomfortable, so I excused myself and stepped out, stepped out onto the patio. Soon after, my roomie stepped out and joined me. She informed me that the table started talking about me when I left, and the couple was appalled to find out I brought gummies to the reception. They expressed their distaste for drugs that aren't FDA-approved and mm. are also apparently Christian, which became clear when they stated that this was a Christian wedding and I should be more respectful in not bringing addictive drugs around a celebration with kids present. My roomie thought they were overreacting, but the other bridesmaids agreed with them and debated kicking me out. I was embarrassed and didn't realize I would cause such a reaction as they had an open bar and plenty of the people were already buzzed, that couple included. We returned and I apologized and tried to explain that the gummies are legal and not addictive like alcohol or other drugs. The man seemed to think that that was a jab at him as he was already pretty drunk. <laughs> he interrupted me and said, you don't get to tell others how much they can drink at a wedding, especially when you're a plus one and we were actually invited. The convo died and we were dismissed for dinner. I could hear a couple of few people behind us uh, for the buffet still talking about it and including others in the convo. At that point, I felt unwelcome and told my roomie I was just going to wait in the car outside. Oh. She opposed that, but I told her I'd be fine and left. I stayed in the car for three hours. When my roomie finally came, she told me that when the bride heard about this, she didn't personally care, but said I absolutely shouldn't have brought edibles, as many of the attendees uh, were Christian and equated weed to meth or cocaine. Uh, okay. I, that's, those are my favorite parts of the Bible. You know, yeah. <laughs> where they talk about weed and yeah. how it shouldn't be that's, allowed. Thou shalt not toke. So funny. I mean, it's dude. I, that's that's crazy to me. Like when like it's so well documented that like alcoholism is like such a huge issue. It's fucking and, awful. And they're like, yeah. you brought addictive drugs. Like, come on. Yeah, no, I mean, no, alcohol is so destructive. Like I, you can't make that. Yeah, it's not. But like, 
It, you can't make that, but I, I will say for me, this is probably the most like one that I've ever heard on this show because like, full disclosure, like I don't think weed is that bad. Like it, it is habit forming, but it's not addictive. And as long as you're like, like anything else, using things in moderation and intelligently, like totally fine. But not everyone's on that same page. And societally, like, I think we should be. I think trying to, like, reduce marijuana presence does more harm than it does good. But that being said, like, this is not your wedding. And not only that, it's not even something you were invited to. You are a plus one. So, like, while I wholeheartedly disagree with them being like, it's the same as meth and, oh, I wonder what else you're doing. Like, that's crappy and I think wrong. But also, it's not their place to be like, no, actually, my thing is right. It's like... Well, you brought it to their wedding and they don't want that, so oops. And and to your to your point, uh, the verdict here was everyone sucks. Yeah. And and I, I do agree. I do think when you're invited to a wedding, especially as a plus one, like there's a certain level of respect of like, yeah. what is this wedding? What's the vibe? Right. Like, and you are bringing something that people may be uncomfortable with. Is it right that they're uncomfortable with? That's That's up for debate. But it's not your wedding. Like right. the whole point of a wedding yeah. is kind of like, now, I do think it's, it's I do think it sucks that the, if the bride and groom are fine with it, then sure. it's like, all right, then it's fine. Like th these do sound like shitty people, but that's if that's the vibe of this wedding, you know, I don't know. That yeah. is tough. If I was going to like a Christian wedding with a bunch of people that I did not know, I would not think, you know what? I'm gonna get high there. Yeah, that sounds yeah. like a bad time. It's, 60, <laughs> it's only six. It's only sixty people total, so it's also That's small. That's big too. Also, I also think it's a lot that he. You know, it's it's also one of those things too, where it's like, hey, if you're gonna do this, don't like go around offering it to other people you don't know. Yeah. Like, don't yeah. don't blow your cover then. Like yeah. if you if you're someone who can subtly do it and nobody's gonna know, but, you know, well, you can still debate on the ethics of that, but. You're going around offering it to other people. You clearly made them uncomfortable. Or vibe check them first. Yeah, yeah vibe you know. check for Be sure. Be smarter about it. Yeah. And that is that does sort of bring up like the culture of alcohol versus the culture of weed. You know, at least how it is generally viewed nowadays by like older generations. Like there is a thing where like if you go to a wedding, you don't know a lot of people. You can keep a thing of alcohol in your trunk, and like when you meet someone cool, just be like, hey, like come out to my car and they're like, what? And it's like, it's, you know, I got, I got stuff in the trunk. And it's like, oh shoot. And you end up having like four or five people join you in the trunk. Like that's a thing that people do. But like weed culture is so hit and miss. Mm -hmm. And like, again, if it's a 60 person, like if it were a 200 person wedding, it was a party venue and everyone's young and yeah. someone's like, oh, Benefer got high. It's like, all right, but. It's pretty if, intimate. It's 60 people in like a church and it's yeah. like the odds of you ending up in a conversation with Mima and Pat Pap is like, that's pretty high. Yeah. I don't think that would be fun. Yeah. It was definitely a, a, a an odd choice. It, it like, definitely, yeah. not very self-aware no. choice. Um, I I have a feeling, hearing how these people reacted, I feel like you if, a quick vibe check, you'd have been like, yeah. oh. Or what Not if, my audience. Yeah. I like to think that this person actually just got so high and nobody cared, but they were so paranoid and they thought everyone was talking <laughs> yeah. about that. And they're like, I'm just going to go to the car. They were all like, actually so fine with it. Yeah. They're actually like really excited to be like, what other fun things do you take? Like they really mean it. It's like, oh my God, I, they're grilling me right now. I will say when, when you do meet someone in that situation, like it is very rude of them to be like, what other things are you take? Like make sure you don't talk to the kid. Like that is pretty messed up. 
the way I like to interact with people when I like know they're really high, and like it's, you know, it doesn't bother me, but I'd like to do a little game where I just look at them and I go, they're coming, they're coming! And then and yeah. I'm like, everyone's mad at you, they're coming! And then I just sort of see what they do. It's really um, funny to me. If yeah. it, You know what a fun prank that they all could have pulled on him is halfway through the wedding, he goes to the bathroom, they all take off their clothes, leave it on the ground, and then they all disappear. It goes, it goes, the rapture! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And they all got raptured because they're good Christians. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I took the weed. That's why I'm still here. <laughs> My point of view got overshadowed by them bringing up like Christian beliefs of weed. And I'm like, there's, what? what, what yeah. is this? Like, this is where it shows like, look, this is, this is my point of view. I've seen people talk about it. Like American Christianism is just not Christianity anymore. It's just its, it's own it's, thing. It's just this yeah. weird thing where we have, it's all points of view on American, issues and things that yeah. they just say are Christian. It's like, there's yeah. nothing in the Bible about wheat. Well, that was you fun. know, this guy, it sounds like he learned his lesson. He put an edit in saying, thanks for the feedback. Overall lesson learned. I'm not gonna sweat it though, since they were pretty catty and I'll never see any of them again. Fair. I guess if he's never gonna see him again, whatever, but don't, yeah. he won't do that again. Yeah. But it looks, it does shine bad upon his roommate. It's true. He should care that for his roommate. You know what? That's actually fair. Yeah. He's kind of. Hey. I almost think to a degree. You yeah. know what? My my take. Maybe people people disagree. You're the asshole only to your friend. That you kind of yeah. like yeah. got invited to this wedding. You should only be thinking of like, hey, what makes them look good and bad. Were we aware? That was the was the roommate aware that this was going to happen? Yeah, the roommate seemed all good with it. So I guess that's, that's that her. is. Then, yeah, yeah. If it's like, hey, I'm going to do this thing, like you probably should be like, hey, yeah. by the way, my family's super like yeah. not down that's for anything. Point. That's it a good sounds. Point. It's yeah. but I guess the roommate was fine. The roommate stayed for the whole wedding. Okay. And the, the so the roommate's the asshole. Nah. I say the car is the asshole. Divorce the people. Mm -hmm. Marry yeah. their parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. All right. Done. Next story. Uh, this is from Relationship Advice. We got this. We got this. So good. So I, uh, this is a 26-year-old woman. I left trip early because my boyfriend, who's 28, uh, and his friends embarrassed me to tears. Oh. Okay. Okay, strap in because this is the most bizarre and embarrassing thing that has ever happened to me. Throwaway account, first time poster, etc. So I went on a ski trip with my boyfriend and his friends. It's their annual trip and the first time I went. We've been together for two years. The group that goes is him and five of his friends, four guys and one girl, all late 20s. I've met two of the guys before, but the other two and the girl I've only met briefly over FaceTime. They knew I was coming on the trip, so they uh, VRBO this house about 10 minutes from the ski resort. Oh my God. We cool. are a few days in for this weekly trip and everything is fine. The only problem has been the bathroom doors don't seem to lock. Important for later. There had been some near embarrassing moments, but nothing major. Until day four of seven. I'm not a huge drinker, especially around people I don't know well. I wanted to just nurse a drink while we all talked and they drank. We haven't been eating uh, the best and have pizza before this. My stomach was bothering me, so I excused myself to the bathroom on the main floor. I should have gone in the one upstairs, but you know what they say about hindsight. So I'm on the toilet, obviously taking a poop, when the doorknob starts to move. I am in here, but his female friend comes in anyway. I don't know if it is uh, because it was me or she was too drunk to hear or care. She honestly smells what's going on and makes a big ruckus to the rest of the group that I'm pooping. I told her to please get out as calmly as I could because I was starting to get very upset. She was making a big deal over a normal bodily process. So she goes to leave the bathroom but basically throws open the bathroom door to do so. Three of the four guys are there in the hallway and she's exposed me to them. Now I'm very upset and mortified. I yelled at her to get out and to shut the door 
door behind her. They all are standing in the doorway and not listening to me. My boyfriend notices uh, what is going on and comes into the bathroom. I think he's going to yell at his friends, but instead, the drunk asshole comments on how bad it smells in the bathroom. He leaves, but doesn't take his friends with him. They continue to point and laugh while I'm in a vulnerable state. I think they were making potty jokes, all while I'm sat on the toilet, pants at my ankles, keeping my knees locked shut. I start screaming at this point to get the fuck out of the bathroom and shut the fucking door over and over. I am actually crying at this point because I'm so mortified and I've never been in such a bizarre situation. My crying and screaming finally got the drunkard's attention. She shuts the door behind her. Now I'm breaking down in the bathroom. I'm still crying and trying to get sorted so I can be done and wash my hands and get the hell out of this room. While washing my hands, all I can think is that my boyfriend didn't help at all. I know they're drunk, but I don't think that's much of an excuse. They've just been drinking uh, beer and I think he'd had four so far. I'm absolutely mortified and decided to just go into the bedroom. However, when I come out of the bathroom, still crying a bit, by the way, all six of them start howling with laughter and pointing at me. It's like one of those crazy nightmares where everything seems more dramatic than real life uh, should be. I just look at my boyfriend, meet his eyes and everything to show how upset I am and they don't stop. I go upstairs to our room and pack. I can't go uh, three more days with these people and I don't want to sleep in the same bed as my drunk boyfriend. Drunk or not, they're being incredibly disrespectful and childish. I don't think I've ever been so embarrassed. I finish packing, change my flight to the next morning and order an Uber to go to the airport hotel. I gather all of my things and walk downstairs to get my coat and leave. They all start laughing when I come back in the room but boyfriend finally notices I have bags with me. I suddenly put my coat on boyfriend yells where the fuck are you going airport is all i say now he is yelling and they're all yelling saying it was just in good fun and i should lighten up have another beer etc no one apologizes not even boyfriend he just seems so mad that i'm leaving i tell him i'm i'll i'll see him in a few days and walk out to my uber once i'm finally in my hotel room later i curl up in bed and cry i definitely did not see this being the way my trip ended once I flew home the next morning and got back to my apartment, I had so many texts, missed calls, and voicemails from my boyfriend. They ranged from apologetic to angry to accusing, as if I did something wrong by going to the freaking bathroom. I haven't responded yet, and he comes home in two days. I haven't even read all of the texts because it got more upset. Uh, how the fuck am I supposed to face these people again? It just seems like the most bizarre and surreal experience. I think I'm more upset that my boyfriend did nothing, even when I was screaming and crying. He didn't stop me from leaving. He didn't follow me out. He just yelled at me and asked me where the fuck I was going. How could he not make sure I'm okay? Even now, I was upset enough to leave, and his texts uh, that I did read are not supportive. No apology. Basically, I put a damper on the trip. I'm dramatic. It wasn't that bad. But I made a terrible impression with his friends. What about their impression of me? Because I'm having some pretty strong thoughts. Right now, I still have a boyfriend. That might be changing in a few days. I love him, but I do not like his reaction to all this. Why the fuck am I getting blamed? I did not receive this type of deal breaker. Uh, what the fuck? That's, I mean, like, it's so funny because, like, I, I was thinking and then she, and then she said it, like, this feels like one of those like nightmares. It like, yes, a legit like. I, oh, I feel she's like, pooping! Everyone look, huh, and everyone's like, yeah. ha, ha, ha. This this truly sounds like the logic of like a sketch that we would write. Yeah, where yeah. it's like, oh yeah, this is so insane. This would never happen yeah. in real life. It's it's so bizarre. Like, and also, you know, when she was like, "Well, I love my boyfriend," I'm like, "You've never met your boyfriend because that was your boyfriend. When you've had a few drinks and you're laughing along with your friends, like that's yeah. your boyfriend right there." And I just, it's, it, how could you ever get that trust I, back? I do, I do like, I do almost, I do almost see a version where this could have been 
a funny moment for everybody, but she made it very clear that it wasn't, right. and they didn't apologize. And I yes. think it's one of those like, it's almost like one of those like mob mentality moments, like when like everybody gets on board with something, mm-hmm. it's like hard to like shift that sort of like thinking. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like it's, I mean, she has every right to be angry, and like I think the boyfriend at this point is probably embarrassed like it's clear that he's like thinking more about himself of like how does totally. this look for me because now my my girlfriend seems ridiculous and crazy but it's like yeah she had every right to to feel embarrassed she was exposed that's the thing to like group exposed of to a bunch of people like involuntarily like yeah that's a huge violation yeah and the yeah. girl the girl yeah. like enabled it so like yeah it, it, which is absolutely so rough and on top of that like to have the boyfriend use this excuse me specific phrasing of like where the fuck are you going? That is such a, that is violent language to use against someone like that. And I don't care, like, I don't care if someone is making direct eye contact with you and making lava plops in the middle of the floor. Like, if they're (laughs) like, I need help, you're just like, got it. Like, there needs to be a point of like, there's no more joking. Like, when you're being tickled and you're about to throw up, you need to be like, stop, and eventually someone gets it, like. Right. Um, Wow. And he's known her for two years. He's been in a relationship with, with her for two years. He should know her comfort levels on things. Like, yeah. um, you know, they're not on the set of Jackass. Like, this is this is real life, I, and and yeah. he should know that with people that she's just met for the first time, especially, yeah. like this is not okay at all. She's mm-hmm. making it very apparent. Yeah, I, I see. I, I don't see this as something that like it's like, oh, you need to dump them. But I think this is a very, this is a very big learning opportunity for this guy. And I think friends. we need to dump him. <laughs> we got a bunch of comments here. Someone said, fuck that guy. The fact that he wasn't furious with his asshole buddies invading your privacy shows his character. You weren't his girlfriend that night. You were their entertainment. Mm-hmm. Dump his ass and never look back. He obviously does not respect you. Uh, someone else said, you know this relationship is over. He didn't have your back. Someone else said, okay, so I went through a similar situation, minus the poop, with my ex at his brother's birthday. It was a nightmare. Everyone else was making fun of me and getting fucked up, and I was in the middle of nowhere, stuck with uh, with these people, and my boyfriend would only come to check on me to tear down more and yeah, uh, and yell at me, uh, which meant I would hide more and cry, which would piss him off more. Repeat for three days as I had no way home. It won't get better. I don't know why I thought it might or why I uh, didn't care more, but that relationship almost ruined me. Your partner should have your back. Otherwise, what's the point? Do what I wasn't brave enough to do and forget this guy. I I do agree. This This is like, it was just this such a prolonged... Yeah, uh, amount of him not caring yeah. about yeah. her, like so long, and like even the days of all the texts and stuff not apologizing. It's like you've had time to think about this. Yeah, you know, but, but um, uh, yeah, but I don't think I don't think he has. Do you know what I mean? Like he's still with those people that are enabling that thinking. But that would scare like, me. That would scare me to yeah. be with someone who I'd be like, oh, if you're influenced by the right people, you will. You could oh, fuck yeah. me up. Like, oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah um, for sure. So, but uh, oh, wait, wait, I was just gonna say also, like, you know, if if he has been with her for two years and he hasn't, like, say for instance, let's give him the benefit of the doubt, and he's like, I really didn't know she was mad. Like, that is a colossal problem because after two years, you should know your partner's comfort level. You should know, you know, mm. when when they're joking around and when they're being like, I need your help. Yeah. And if you're yeah. still after two years, being like, huh, like, it's that's not even a matter of like not having her back. Like that is antagonistic that is mm-hmm. a problem it's yeah. scary um, and, that, and that like 28 
20, know, they're 28? He's, he's 28. 28. Get, yeah. He's, that's a man child. That's, get him out of there. It <laughs> yeah. is scary. Push him so, into the pit. So, there is an update. All right. So, oh God, let's, let's see. Go. Am I going to like it, um, He got back. Did start, they fix it? He poops too to make it up to her. She starts, uh, possible trigger warning, drug use. Uh, okay, mm. so. So, boyfriend came home a day after I did. He called me before his flight and asked to come over to my apartment when he got back. I agreed. I needed a flipping explanation for their bizarre behavior before I could decide what to do in our relationship. He's been wonderful and respectful for two years, and then that? At that point, I decided I didn't want to see his friends again. They're unimportant to me. So he gets here. I let him in, and right away, I see he is noticeably nervous and twitchy. He sits on my couch. I sit separately on my recliner. He blurts out, are we over? Depends on what you have to say, unless you want it to be over. He says no before I finish. Okay then, so I tell him to explain what the fuck happened. So he and his genius friends took LSD and shrooms. <laughs> Female friend took shrooms only. The guys were uh, a mix of both with alcohol. My boyfriend said he took LSD only. I flipped a bit. Why the fuck didn't he tell me? What if one of them had a really bad reaction or trip? Shouldn't the one person who didn't take drugs know they did to be able to keep them safe? I've done it and I wouldn't have judged them. He knew I'd tried it in college and had a bad time, like nightmare fuel bad. No real answer on that. It is his decision to take something like that, but I am more upset that they weren't really safe about it. That wasn't okay to admit that. He agreed yeah. that was a dumb decision. He said it's been about six years since they last tried it. Asked him to explain his asshole behavior the next morning then. He says he and guy friends uh, didn't remember the reality of what happened. But shocker, female friend B did. The bitch that she is laughed when explaining it later that afternoon. The guys were horrified. Boyfriend is rethinking friendship with her. I said I never want to see her again. Not an ultimatum, just a fact. So once he knew he was embarrassed and didn't want to apologize over phone or text, so he came home early. He took the time to get his itinerary and thoughts sorted, he says. He asked for my side of it, and I just let him read my first post. It was too hard to say. He gave me a huge hug after, apologizing between forehead and cheek kisses. We agreed to work through it. I could practically smell his relief. He thought I was done with him. I did too before we talked and got an explanation. We set boundaries, no secrets, even if we think the other is going to be upset. Better to talk uh, through things than have issues later. My main sticking point was that I didn't want uh, that be in our lives. Mm -hmm. The fact that she acted that way when she was mostly sober and could recant the entire thing while laughing is unacceptable. I don't know what kind of personality trait or disorder makes that possible, but I don't give a fuck. She's uh, disgusting. I diagnose, I diagnose her as a pick-me. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Uh, he understood and messaged the guys in front of me he told them uh, I was giving him a second chance and he explained what happened they asked if they could uh, FaceTime us later to apologize we said yes but without B they understood and agreed their apologies later that night were all very sweet and genuine Boyfriend spoke with B a few days later and then blocked her, uh, all while beside me. These last couple of months, he was really stepped up. Uh, these last couple of months, he has really stepped up and shown me how important I am to him and how much he loves me. We've both upheld our side of the boundary of no secrets. It's actually been awesome to just talk through any issues, feelings, etc. We were great before this bizarre incident, but things are strangely better now. 
I wouldn't have thought that when I wrote my first post, we we're uh, talking about moving in with one another next year. B did try to reach out several times, but more so after my post was on TikTok. She was screaming that I needed to take it down. It's not like anybody has any idea who she is in real life, for fuck's sake. The drama. Boyfriend's friend group has all shut her out since the trip. Apparently, she's always had an excuse about why a new girlfriend of theirs didn't like her or misheard her. Oh. She's created more issues than they realized during their 14-year friendship. My boyfriend knows I have no issues with him having friends of any gender, but agrees we don't need her stereotypical female best friend behavior in our lives. I don't know if she has feelings for any of them or just likes their attention, but whatever it is, no longer my problem. I don't know if this is the update you hoped for or if you are all rooting for boyfriend to get dumped hard, but please know I'm genuinely happy with my outcome. Thanks for taking our own crazy trip with my story and update. Had to make it, had to make light of it. You all have been wonderfully sweet and supportive. It was incredibly appreciated. So wow. That's, uh, yeah. I'm okay. Okay. So I don't feel so bad about my stance. That, I mean, I mean, it. They worked it out. I felt like they could. I mean, sure. I, I guess out of I, I didn't predict that no. this was happening. No, I happening. didn't. I didn't. Uh, I I had I went with her assumption of four beers. You know, which but yeah. I don't. To be fair, I don't know a ton about like what LSD and shrooms. You know, how much that would affect your mental state where this situation would be handled. I can't speak to that. Yeah, there's some serious dumbassery there. I don't know yeah. why you wouldn't. I, I definitely do not like that they all took it and didn't. And so that's her. what I was going to say. That's like, crazy. To me. Th this still, this doesn't absolve anything for me because there's a couple things that are majorly wrong with this. One, she did not consent to being in a room with a bunch of people who were on a little bit more hallucinogenic and heavy drugs. I'm not one to judge drug use, you know, do what you gotta do safely, but like this is, like that's a lot to deal with. To be the only sober person in that scenario, like that's that's a lot. It's a big um, responsibility. It's, it's a, a big huge responsibility. responsibility. It's a big responsibility. Yeah. And like if, if someone actually does get hurt and you've gotta call medical authorities, it's like what's going on? It's just like, I guess he fell down. Like they would need to know that. And thing number two is the fact that all of those friends together decided to do that and he just didn't tell the girlfriend. It's she weird. says a lot about the relationship to me. It's like, she's a problem or a wet blanket or like, you know, well, it's gonna be a fun thing for me to do, but like, don't tell Bethica or like, it's just, Super there's weird. so much wrong with it there. Yeah. And like the fact that he's like, he apologized and gave me a forehead kiss. I'm like, yuck, yuck, gross. Like, I wanna mm -hmm. recoil at that. Like, this is not even, I'm glad she's happy, I really am. And I'm, I'm trusting this adult to know what is best for herself. But like, it still doesn't sound safe. And just because that other girl was a huge problematic influence on these people doesn't mean they didn't still like engage in this behavior time and time again. They're like, yeah, it's the typical like female jealous best friend. It's like, okay, sure, she's rough. But four people got puppeted by that, I guess at best. Like, mm. so we got some comments here, uh, oh man. Someone said, good luck wasting your years with him. <laughs> Damn. I mean, kind of. Uh, someone else said, so your partner got high with his buddies without cluing you in, mortifyingly embarrassed you, and pinned it all on a girl. Sounds like a charming group of guys. Yeah. Uh, someone else said, OP, I've been on shrooms and LSD, and let me tell you, it doesn't wipe your memory. They all knew what happened. You especially remember when you are laughing hysterically and making a big deal about something. Nah, he and his friends ain't it. Uh, the last 
uh, comment we have here is, this is literally an insane update. There is nothing in this world that would make me forgive anyone who interacted with me like that. Mm -hmm. Do you have difficult family members who you were for often forced to forgive in order to live peacefully? Damn. If so, analyze if this is just that behavior being repeated. Being alone would be better than being with a man who so deeply disrespected you. Yeah, I also wanna point out in the original post, even after all of this, before this update, she still was like, I don't know, I love him, but I do not like this, his reaction. So she still wasn't, that wasn't the end of the line before she found out about all this mm -hmm. drug use and everything. I do think <sighs> she tough. is, it's, it is, I, I don't know. It, it, I tend to kind of side with these comments and yes, she is an adult. She's allowed to make her own decisions. Yeah. She's allowed, she has every right to, to go about this as she wants. But I mean, this is, the, I agree with you. Uh, that there's a lot to this. The original post was in March, the update is in July, so she's been saying for months things have felt way better. I just, maybe this is a very shitty thing to say, I am skeptical of what her idea of like, things are great. Sure. I'm just like, tough, man, yeah. like, I don't know. But we only have this story to go off of. Yeah. I, but it seems like all the comments are skeptical on it. And yeah, everything. I mean, I think, I think you know, our relationship advice tends to tends to lean towards everyone saying dump his ass yeah and like but, and most yeah. of the time like a lot of times these stories involve some form of abuse in which case i'm all for being like that's abuse that's an abuser cut him out yeah this i'm like this was a shitty this is a really shitty situation this was uh extremely disrespectful i think it's i think you can learn from I think you can learn from something like that. And I think you can grow from something like that. I don't think it's, I don't, to me, to me, and, and this is obviously not my life, but I think it's, I think it's something you can, you can grow from and, and grow past. I have a thought on that. Cause I think it is very valid to like talk about wanting to learn from mistakes and grow. Like, I think not just on, you know, this format, but like, Societally, in general, when we hear something rough, we're just like, that's it, done. So I like, mm -hmm. I understand that there probably should be a path for redemption in a lot of cases, unless someone's safety is concerned. Yeah. I will, I think though, what that requires is accountability. And you would have to look at this situation and be like, what was actually wrong with this at its core? And I think that was a lot of what we were saying about like the disrespect that came from like not telling someone, yada, yada, yada. And it seems like the resolution of this was like, he's gonna be nicer and he's not hanging out with that mean girl anymore. Mm -hmm. He won't do drugs again. As opposed to like, no, you made the act of choice to really mess with me and like put me in a very dangerous situation. Like that's, yeah. that would have to be addressed and you'd have to grow from that. And if that ends up happening, great. Cause she doesn't right. list any like, examples, but she just keeps saying like, we've had full honesty for months. They say the this girl had been their friends for 14 years, so I'm assuming these are high school friends, so it could, the excuse that I could see some people saying is like, you know, they're falling into old habits, old high school habits. Uh -huh. I still- uh, Boy, Boys club. Yeah, right. and, yeah, and one girl. Uh, I, I think all I can say is if I was in this situation, it would be less about like, oh, you're bad and I, I need to dump you because you suck and more that I'd just be like, I don't know if I can recover from this. Like, I yeah. don't know if I can mentally. Yeah. Now that's me saying my own personal reaction to these things. Um, you know, and, and also like the under the influence excuse is, I just don't buy it. And like, look, these people in the comments, I, like I said, I don't have personal experience, but a lot of people are saying like, hey, look, I've done shrooms and LSD and you don't 
forget things. Like mm. he's lying to you. If he's saying you guys have full honesty and he's lying about that still, yeah. then he's lying about you guys being on this full honesty kick right now. Yeah. And that's, I, at the very least, I would say to her, I'd be like, at least, you know, you guys are saying you have full honesty, but if something happens now, if yeah. something happens again, you need to walk. He's like, on notice. Yeah, yeah for that's sure. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. he's got to yeah. do a lot of work to to right. get to regain trust. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, that's that's wow. crazy. That's a wild bonkers. One. He sounds nuts. like a dumbass. Like, he really does, does sound stupid. Yeah, he, he does just, sound very. He just stupid. sounds like a dumbass. There are definitely Not a lot that of I'm excusing his behavior, but he's a dumbass. There are a lot of stories we read where it's like, okay, is there assholery? Uh, Exceeding their stupidity, like what? Which one is? <laughs> yeah. Which one is leading the this charge? This is stupid. This is stupid. There's, there's like that, um, uh, God, a philosophical theorem about like you should never assume malice when I think it's like ignorance or uh, stupidity can like serve just as well. But yeah. then there's the addendum to that of like at a certain point, stupidity is indistinguishable from malice. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you might just be stupid, but you're still messing at things up. At a certain up. point, it also right. doesn't matter. Like, you're yeah, just like, this is someone like, that you're supposed to be relying on. Yeah. yeah. And that's scary. That's yeah. somehow worse. It's like, oh, you're too stupid for me to have you be on, <laughs> by my side. All right, next story. Am I the asshole for ordering more food after I heard we were splitting the check? Nice. <sighs> we can just skip this one, yeah. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Okay, so I, a 21-year-old guy, and a few friends went to celebrate a mutual friend's birthday. It was organized by his partner, and we were planning on going to a uh, kind of upscale restaurant in our city. Think suit and tie, dress code enforced. I showed up with my girlfriend, and we were having a good time. We checked the prices beforehand, and me and my girlfriend set a budget we wouldn't go over since we uh, have other priorities besides dumping it all on a dinner party. We ordered the food and are having a good time. We stay under budget, but I noticed my friend's partner continuously uh, ordering more and more expensive drinks and foods. I don't think much of it since it's his partner's birthday. But when the bill comes, the table of 10 is suddenly told the gifts we're expected to give is for us to split the check. Uh, now it's my friend's birthday and I've known him for close to a decade. I would have been fine splitting his bill, however expensive it should be. To put it into perspective, me and my girlfriend's bill came out to just under $200, give or take. The entire bill was nearing $800 and they still wanted to get dessert. I noticed me and my girlfriend had the least amount of food and didn't get multiple appetizers, drinks, etc. The thing is, I know I'm more financially stable than my friends my age since I really just had the cosmic luck of landing a decent job out of school. So I could uh, could have contributed, but frankly, I felt this was a trap to get me to pay more than we budgeted. Hmm. If they communicated prior to the dinner as an obligation, that's one matter, but suddenly telling us after everyone is mostly done eating dinner seems sketchy at the very least. I had a quick text conversation with my girlfriend and we both decided to order expensive desserts, raising the price even more. Now suddenly when the bill comes, some people, especially my friend's boyfriend, doesn't have enough money to split the bill equally between everyone. They started bickering in a public restaurant and my friend accuses me of intentionally raising the bill outside of their budget. I counter with how it was kind of rude to just expect people to pay, st uh, pay stuff for him. And he said it's his birthday. To keep the peace, I paid for only his meal, but left his drink and dessert tab for everyone else to split. I left with my girlfriend and paid our bills. When we were leaving, they were still arguing over the bill. That was yesterday. I woke up this morning to find on multiple social media how I'm such a terrible person, how I raised the bill by ordering extra food. Mind you, they were all planning on desserts while we weren't. My girlfriend says I did the moral thing of paying for my friend's food, but I'm livid I got peer pressured into it. Am I the asshole? Uh, some info here. 
Uh, decided to put the vague prices since I know my friends uh, have read it. Me and my girlfriend's bill came up to $200 just entrees plus one appetizer we split. The bill was nearing $800 at just entrees plus appetizers. The final bill came out to uh, 1.2K-ish. Uh, uh, but the crime uh, comes in when you add up the additional drinks. For 10 people, it came out to 2K plus. And most importantly, myself and my girlfriend didn't drink since we worked this morning. Um, wow. 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 That, I mean, that's, that changes things, the drink part, for sure. Yeah, bro. Wait, wait, wait. So, so they spent $1,000 on just alcohol? They spent uh, 2K, 2K plus. They spent 2000 plus. Yeah. They spent 1000 uh, They spent uh, $1,200 on food. And over two thousand. So, so given an even split for them, that would have total been around six hundred bucks before tax and tip, combining yeah. their share of drinks and appetizer. The way he wrote it out is strange. The overall bill was over two thousand dollars. Got it. But they didn't have any drinks, so they didn't share in that split of the drinks. Yeah, I mean, regardless of the amount, it is very high. I think for most people's, you know, monetary income, if if you're very wealthy, this isn't even a discussion. But for anybody who this matters to, this is a lot. <laughs> This is a lot of money. Um, That's a lot of money. So, like, I personally have an issue with splitting a bill usually because I don't drink, because I don't order as much. When people are like, appetize, appetize. Well, the whole table's going to have a bite. Get it. It's just like, I, it, yeah. it, it, it kind of frustrates me. But, like, I Especially think that, at a really expensive place. That's really tough. And I think there's a common thread here because we also had that other one, that other Reddit story a few episodes back where someone was like, I'm throwing a party for myself and I want to charge my friend's admission. I don't think on your birthday it's ever a good move to be like, everybody pay for this for me because it's my special day and I'm a special right. boy. Yeah. I think it's if you're at weird. dinner and someone is like, you know, it's their birthday, you can like whisper to people and be like, like, Shane man, we got this. No, 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 don't pull out that wallet. Mm -hmm. We got this. We'll split right. for you. Otherwise, that sucks. Yeah, yeah. Also, I will say, like, good point. Um, the birthday boy is the fucking asshole here because yeah. they said, well, everyone's gonna pay for me. I'm gonna find the most expensive restaurant in mm -hmm. my city yeah. yep. and they're gonna pay for me. And he didn't like, let what? them, he didn't let at least some of them know until they were yeah. done. That's insane. That's insane. That's absolutely insane behavior. That's um, like a that's like a reverse treat. Like once everyone's eating, it's just like, hey everyone, you're paying for this me. meal's on me. Like he did it wrong. He's like, everyone, give me. $500. Yeah, Please. it's absolutely absurd. It sounds like some of the friends were in on it, though, on like the, the split, and they were trying to like amp it up. The fact that they didn't drink, but then everyone got mad at them for having a smaller bill Order than them. Some more. It's uh, this all seems so shady and weird. It's I mean like yeah. When, also when you... the OP is twenty one. <laughs> oh my god, they don't have that kind of money. What? Well, he said he got lucky and has a decent job, but it doesn't matter. Like he, they were trying to budget. They were trying to do their thing. Um, Dude, I'd be yeah, so like, uncomfortable. This is just weird. Sorry, no. I was just gonna say like even if they do have the money, like money is like money is a tricky thing. Like. That is tied to so many things in life. And regardless of whether or not someone makes money, you might want a budget. You might want to live below your means. Like, it doesn't mean you should just be a huge spender all the time, right? So just because they're assuming like, oh, he makes good money, like, yeah, he can help out his friend. And if he wants to help out just his friend, great. But that assumption sucks. Yeah, no. And it's... at first, like, when you're reading the story, I was like, oh, you're ordering the most expensive desserts to ratchet up the bill? That's kind of spiteful. You're doing it intentionally. You didn't even want dessert. That sucks. And now I'm just like, all right. <laughs> Yeah. Do you think? That's, yeah. I mean, like. Because they paid it. for their own food. 
Yeah. They paid, so they didn't ratchet up the bill. They paid for their own food. They, they removed it from the bill. Did they? Okay, I missed that. Someone said, Raffle, uh, if, I was, if I was you, I would pay only for my own food along with the girlfriend and let the others split their food if that's what they wish. It's inappropriate and rude to attend a birthday, order food, and then say, we're going to split it all. That's not how birthdays work, but it's a good way to manipulate someone, yeah. not the asshole. Yeah. Uh, someone else said, when I read the title, I was so ready for you to be the asshole in this situation. But nope, I don't think you are. I think it's really shitty behavior when people know that they're splitting a bill, so they start ordering cocktails, multiple hors d'oeuvres, uh, expensive main courses, etc. It's clear that everyone was doing this because they expected you to cover it. Mm -hmm. I can't believe that your friend actually allowed you to pay for his meal after everything that happened. If that was me, I would have been so embarrassed and would have insisted on paying for my own food to prove that I wasn't just using my friend for free food. Yeah, I, I, I will say like, you know, yeah, birthday's your special day to a degree. I do think selfish people often use it as an excuse. 100%. Like, it's like, oh, here's my, my get out of jail free card today. Mm -hmm. It's like, no man, yeah. you could still be an asshole on your birthday. Yeah. Like, there's That's still crazy. there's still rules, there's still etiquette, there's still <laughs> it's respect. It's the purge. Yeah. It's my birthday, it's the purge, you can do whatever. <laughs> um, also, there's, really, there's also like way, way easier ways to just like, be responsible for what you ate at a restaurant. Yeah. It's called Venmo, bro. You take a picture of the receipt and you go, you did that, you did that, you did that, you did that. Tip is what? Okay, we all split that. And you Venmo that person the amount. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you don't have to like, like it's it always puts such a damper on the mood of like a good night and without, out with your friends mm -hmm. and you're all having a great time. You have a couple drinks, the bill comes and it's like this mad like, like kind of thing of like, okay, who's paying for what? Like, okay, like you got that. It's like, bro, just take a picture of the receipt. Mm -hmm. Like give everybody your Venmo. One person puts their credit card down. You get some sick points. And then, and then you know, you just hold people accountable for paying you back right. on Venmo. If, and if someone yeah. if someone doesn't pay you back, you don't ever get dinner with that person again. Well, you like, shake them down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, you call you dangle them off a roof. Like if you ever have trouble, I'll be right behind you. I'll be like, what are you trying to do? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I remember, I remember talking to this him. one guy that he he was on this thing with like a bunch of like rich people and and uh, they went to this like nice like Michelin star restaurant and then one of the people said like oh he's good for it like in the middle of the dinner and he's like what the fuck and and he literally like chased down the people later for their money. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Like, I can't there imagine. There people he didn't even like know I can't, that I just well. can't imagine. Oh. I can't imagine thinking that way of just assuming someone's gonna cover you. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm just glad that I don't feel like this is an issue I deal with with my friends. So that's all I can say. Yeah. <laughs> I stole right. from you for years when we were roommates. Well, that's all right. Sold your blood. Anth Anthony did it to Ian too. I heard about that. Pennies, yeah, but right. it adds up. I think like really the ultimate solution for this problem is just get rich. Get rich. Get rich or, die or die trying. Yeah. Or die trying. My guy. Yeah. Hey, my guy. All right, next story. Well, it's that was crazy. Story. That was crazy. It can't get worse than that. <sighs> Am I the asshole for calling my eight-year-old niece ugly? Let's, Let's hear them out. <laughs> Let them cook. Uh, this was posted today as of reading. Oh, really? Reading this right now. It's this a, is it's some today. alpha male shit. So someone called their eight-year-old niece ugly today. Great. Uh, okay, uh, this is a 20-year-old dude. Uh, my older sister, who's 32, and her husband have an eight-year-old niece, who I adore. She's smart, extremely precocious, and very funny. She's also, simply put, very unfortunate looking. Just such sorry. an ugly. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I, that's so, 
Look, you're smart. You're smart and stuff, but you're freaking ugly. Uh, neither her parents are ugly, but she received the worst possible combination of their features. Oh, Maybe no. in time she'll grow into it with time, but currently she is, as I said, unfortunate looking. My sister and her husband try to circumvent this by constantly calling her pretty, beautiful, gorgeous, etc. I get that very uh, I get that every parent is going to see their kid that way, but I don't think it's a good idea to constantly praise her for beauty. Why? Kids are cruel and they'll let her know she's not beautiful. So all praising her looks does is reinforce that beauty is something to be desired and praised for. All the while with her knowing she doesn't have it. It's much better, in my opinion, to boost her self-esteem off the many good traits she does have so she doesn't have to rely on looks for her confidence. My sister and her husband don't seem to understand this or disagree with it, which is fair enough. They're their call as parents, but they insist that I call her beautiful too. And I said no and explained why. <laughs> I do praise her a lot for her intelligence, her sense of humor, etc. They say that she is beautiful and I need to call her beautiful so she knows it. So I said bluntly that no, if we're being honest, she's ugly and kids will let her know she's ugly. So bringing up beauty will only make her see it as something worthy of praise she doesn't have. My sister started screaming at me for calling her daughter ugly. I know it can be a sensitive topic, but she's a grown adult, and I think she should be able to handle honesty on the subject. She thinks I'm a huge asshole, but I'm just trying to be realistic and do what I think is best for my niece. Oh, man. I, so 20 he didn't, childless, would like to tell my... Like, he, didn't, he, didn't say, he didn't say to her face she's ugly. I, I thought at the That's beginning... That's what I thought. I thought yeah, but with those story. huge fucking ears, she heard it. <laughs> 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 God damn. Okay, okay. I think there's something kind of, there's there, like, it's not that, like, I don't think, I don't think he has a point here. Like, I, I don't, I don't we, think. We do not under any circumstances got to hand it to no, him. No, no. But, but like, but like, is it, isn't that kind of weird for like the parents to be like, you have to call her beautiful. <laughs> like, that's also like weird, but, but also, yeah. Okay. Like. Okay. The conversation sounds like, like it was weird from the get go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just so funny to think the parents are like you have to call him beautiful, and he's like, yeah, but I mean, you've seen her, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, are we looking at the same person? Uh, just like walking into a home improvement store, like, ah, ah, and like smashing every mirror, like right this way, sweetie. Yeah. <laughs> by. It's fine. They didn't have it today. She's never seen a reflection. Um. Uh. I, I will say like beautiful is a very like all encompassing yeah. term that that is that means a lot of things and this guy is thinking entirely yeah. looks and it's like calling someone beautiful is also like you're a beautiful person sure, yeah. you are a beautiful being um okay I I this guy I do not agree with him at all what I will say that I do here comes the butt which is what they say when they see her face walking toward him am I right am I right God damn got her she got jammed let's go keep um, those eight-year-old bangers. as someone as someone who uh, started in the acting industry very young and I've seen it with a lot of people like yeah. he has a there is a point of yes like constantly making a kid like be like yes you're so pretty like you're pretty and having that be like the primary uh, adjective that you're giving to a kid of like Especially you're, for you're worthy yes yeah. uh I, I will say like with my my nieces and nephews now I I don't have this situation but like I I try to use so many different adjectives mm -hmm. to be like yeah like your worth is more than your your appearance like yeah. um, but I grew up you know being in the acting industry 
your appearance was was heavily pushed on you, mm-hmm. and it was like, oh, you're you're gorgeous. And you were you got yeah. this, like you're gorgeous, and it's like, oh, so if I don't have that, I'm yeah. screwed, and it's it is damaging. I do see that, but you're also you can call your niece beautiful, like there, there's the, yes. yeah, like this guy's. This is weird. Because I've I've heard that before too, where like, you know, I'm not a parent, but it's it's a matter of like, you know, complimenting everything. Like you're so creative, you're so smart. Like, and that makes sense. And I understand you with the the acting aspect of like I grew up and you know, I always struggled with my weight. And if I ever lost any, be like, oh, you're looking thin, you're looking good. And I had really bad stomach issues in my early 20s to the point where like the same frame I am now, just so people are like aware of reference, I'm like 194. I was 137 at my lowest, very sick, not doing well, look like a skeleton. People would be like, you're looking great. And like, I hate that. But like the idea that he just couldn't call his niece beautiful because that's a lie, but he just wants to say everything else. Like his heart is in the right place for the other stuff, but he's just not following through on that aspect. Like, and also telling an eight year old, like you're so smart. It's like, no, they're not. They can't even do long division yet. I'm smart. Right. So like, it's a lie no matter what. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It was great. uh, Some comments here. You're the asshole. Everything you said about it not being good to put uh, beauty on a pedestal and act like that's what's uh, important is true. You're right about the overall attitude, but saying to her parents that she is ugly is completely unnecessary and incredibly rude asshole behavior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. Uh, someone else said, you're right to want to compliment other things to balance out the perception that physical beauty is more important, uh, is most important, but why do the two need to be mutually exclusive? Yeah. What benefit is there to calling her ugly? Why not, I don't know, do what you can to make her feel less ugly while also also highlighting all her other great qualities. And you're right that she'll run into her fair share of bullies in her life. My heart breaks for her that her own uncle is her first one. There we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, that's true. It's it's based off of his judgment that he's like, right. well, I know she's ugly. It's like, she's yeah. eight. I feel like he's like, he's like almost there. Yeah. You know, like he's like almost there. I, and he just gotta just. I, I And yeah. I know a lot of people from this industry that, that dealt with that too, where yes, teens and your peers when you're growing up are gonna be awful to you, but there's nothing more devastating than than your own authority figures sure. that backing that shit up. Yeah. That makes you feel like you have no support system, that no one in life, like, you know, like, I do think to agree, like, uh, it's it's great to have parents or, or authority figures in your life that you look up to who are like, they believe in me and they see it, even if I don't and the people around me don't. And that's huge to have, and he's, he's just not seeing that. Um, so that's sad, but yeah. um, hopefully he'll learn. Here we go, last story. Today I fucked up by accidentally pantsing myself on a first date. Okay. This is this is Mr. Bean. Yeah, I hope it, got, I hope it, has, I hope it has some like cartoonish sound to it. Yeah, um, okay. Uh, so I, a 20 year old man, uh, was preparing to go on a first date with the girl, uh, 19, uh, that I met on Bumble. I have not been on many dates before and was quite nervous. I also didn't have much date-appropriate clothing. Procrastinating like usual, I didn't start trying things on until 30 minutes before I was supposed to pick her up. Freaking out and needing to find anything presentable, my roommate was kind enough to lend me uh, his nice khaki pants and a flannel. So I just threw on the pants, figuring it'd be good enough. (laughs) He's a bit bigger than me, but I didn't realize how much bigger until I was walking to her door. I was damn near holding my (laughs) pants up with one hand in the pocket, but played it off with the world's most awkward side hug, afraid to take my hand out of my pocket. Gravity was not my friend tonight. Uh, Whole date was just sitting down at dinner, great. Pants can't hurt you when you're sitting down. She's really nice and we had a great time. Everything changed when we walked out of the restaurant and drove back to her house. We were saying goodbye at the door and uh, and gaining courage, I went in for a full hug instead. 
Immediate regret. I tried to widen my stance, but gravity is a heartless bitch. I immediately felt a cool breeze in my nethers and my pants around my knees. I tried to reach around, still embracing, and pull them up uh, to respectable levels, but it was too late. My face was beet red. She looked down and saw my underwear. She stepped back, very concerned. I tried to explain everything, and she ended up just laughing hysterical, hysterically, saying, all it takes to get your pants off is one hug. Apparently, her sister as well was watching through the window and was also laughing. And confirmed I at least didn't intentionally de-pants myself. Anyway, we're going on a second date and I'm getting a belt. I that's think cute. I think that's I, I mean, that's a great first date. That is pretty like, great first date. I think date. like that that went like I don't think it yeah. could have gone better than that. And his roommate was like, How'd it go? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did the pants come off? Yeah. I got you, bud. I, I, I got was, you, dude. I was afraid she was gonna think he like did it intentionally yeah. and it yes. was gonna be like scary. Oh yeah, I thought for a second but, too. But I mean that's great. I'll also say like that's a better outcome than like him successfully hugging her with like extremely wide stance. Like, cause that's at least a laugh. Like if she walks away and he's just like this far spread, she's just like, what also, are you like, doing? He's like, this is how I hug. Also, how sus would it be for a guy to walk up like this? Yeah. Hey, like, <laughs> this literally uh -huh. sounds like a cartoon situation of like two kids in a trench coat, it's falling off. She's like, yeah. oh, hey. Uh. She's like, uh, goodbye hug, and he goes like this. He goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 Zangi. Let's go. Yeah. Bring it in. Uh, some comments. You're 20, never owned a belt in your life, and this is only the first time this has happened to you. Uh, he said, well, I buy pants that fit. These weren't my pants. Yeah. Um, okay, I, I was fine. Yeah. Uh, someone else said, if you end up dating for a while, this will be something funny for you to share. It's all good. He responded, definitely could have ended worse, but she responded great, which has made it much funnier. Never living it down, though. Uh, super funny. Uh, this is this is young Mr. Bean. I yeah. really wanted her to, him to like keep going on the description. He's like, her sister was in the window watching, as was her elderly nun of a grandmother and youth <laughs> pastor and a baby that just happened to be there. And a Which, Christian couple who were upset because they saw some edibles fall out of my yeah. pants. <laughs> Meanwhile, they had an ugly dog. <laughs> <laughs> ugly knees. Uh, wow, oh, this man. has been a roller coaster. Yeah, it really has. A lot of, stories. A lot of yeah. insane things. Well, uh, did we? I don't know if we learned anything today, but. You know, I, it made me feel good about myself to hear about all these shitty people. For sure. Yeah, I think so. And I'm gonna try that belt trick yeah. with somebody. I think that'll be. I think that'll be like fun oh, comic relief. No, you know? I didn't have a belt. Oop. I don't. I don't think if you're uh, older planning than twenty. For I, yeah, planning for it and older than twenty, you're gonna get away with it. Like, you drive a very nice car. You can't be like, I don't have a belt. But, but it is a way to get out of a split bill. If it's like, can we split the bill and you stand up and your pants come off? They're not gonna believe. Yeah. You yeah. I'd be like, yeah. I got the gold of babe. These pants, my babe time. Oh God. Uh, all my right. My diapers full. Well, uh, <laughs> Sorry. Thank, thank you guys for being here. This has been uh, a lot. Yeah. Uh, we've been through a lot today. Um, and thank you all for watching. You know how it is. Let us know if there's other subreddits we should be looking at or other stories. Uh, you can go over to the Smosh Reddit and send them there. Also, if you're ever watching these and you see your story on here, make an update and let us know that you saw it. Uh, and, and hey, well, we'll read it here. There's a camera behind here. <gasps> what? All right, we'll see you later. I think it's okay. I think, honestly, I think it's okay. My, all my friends think it's okay.